Hey, Bengals fans, you want to hear a joke? Apparently, the Cleveland Browns are the more relevant franchise. (laughs) Oh, I couldn't even say that without cracking up laughing. No, seriously, if you haven't seen the tweets from the almighty wise P chops underscore, that's chops with a Z because, you know, that's how it's spelled. The Cleveland Browns are more relevant than the Cincinnati Bengals. Despite the Cleveland Browns, uh, how many times they won the AFC North? Oh, none. Oh, okay. By the way, the Bengals, they've won it five times. The Ravens have won it six times. And the Steelers have won it a grand total of ten times since the AFC North was founded in 2002. Yeah, you might want to clarify that tweet. If you're talking about the Cleveland Browns are more relevant because they're the joke of the NFL, then yeah, you're absolutely right. Anyway. Hootay fans, the 2022 schedule is out, and we're here talking about it on the local Sunday Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mallon, the podcast talking local Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio area sports. Listen on your favorite podcast platforms by visiting SindayPod.com. That's C-I-N-D-A-Y-P-O-D dot com. Intro theme is Overdrive by Matrika from Upbeat.io. Here's your host, Lee W. Mowen. Enough jokes. Time to talk about the 2022 Cincinnati Bengals schedule. Now, yours truly tried his best to avoid spoilers yesterday while I was broadcasting boys volleyball at Centerville. By the way, the Elks, your Greater Western Ohio Conference champs, going 7-1 in league play. Congrats to the Elks. But between sets two and three, I did the dumb decision on looking on Facebook. And what's the first thing that pops up right in front of my face? The first game of the schedule. I should know better. Yours truly, I I don't like it when people try to leak or, you know, try to claim themselves as authorities when they're all completely wrong, as we'll get to as we go through the schedule. I'm willing to wait unless it's from an official source like, you know, voice of the Bengals, Dan Horde, the Bengals themselves or someone that reports on the Bengals. You know, I take everything with a grain of salt. If they don't have a check mark, then eh. which I know on Twitter, that doesn't mean, you know, that it's confirmed with, you know, verified accounts. But you know what I'm saying? Know your sources. So what does the Cincinnati Bengals schedule look like? Well, whoever guessed that it's going to be 17 games over 18 weeks, they were correct because that's what it is. It is Bengals. Starting off the season, September the 11th, against the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Now, these are two franchises that played each other 110 times, I believe. Never to start a season. And it's in Cincinnati. Yeah, that already is a big start. Imagine if Cincinnati can repeat the same performance as they did last year by putting a 41 to 10 margin on the Steelers. Just imagine what that does for the, the rest of the season. The confidence that it brings to the Bengals. Just think. And remember, Pittsburgh, they're going to have a new quarterback. No more Ben Roethlisberger. It'll probably be Mitch Trubisky. Let's be real. 
because, you know, Kenny Pickens is just fresh out of college. I mean, yeah, he does have familiarity with Heinz Field, but remember, he's going to Paul Brown. That game at Heinz won't be until November 20th, but we'll cover that as it goes along. So the Bengals start off 2022 at home, and I believe that is a one o'clock game. The times aren't listed on the graphic from the Bengals, but I'm sure they'll go along. And plus those change, too. So there you go. Pittsburgh at Cincinnati to kick off 2022. If there's a better way to start off a season, I don't know it. And then Cincinnati hits the road for two straight weeks. On September 18th, they'll visit the Dallas Cowboys. This was rumored to be a Thanksgiving Day game. And way I said September 18th, that is not Thanksgiving. Not in the United States, nor in Canada. I think. I think Canadian Thanksgiving is October. But week two, Cincinnati at Dallas. Week three, revenge of that loss to the Jets in New York. The Big Apple welcomes Cincinnati back on September 25th. Now, I was sad that CJ Uzama left Cincinnati, but hey, he took the money. I can't blame him for that. And there's a lot of Bengals fans I saw that are taking exception to his comments saying, you know, Jets are some of the more mature players I worked with. What do you expect them to say? Like, oh, no, these people all suck. I just took the deal for the money, lol. You really expect that? I mean, come on. You really expect someone that just got signed by an organization just to trash them right off the bat? They get cut in an instant. But anyway, Cincinnati's at the Jets on the 25th of September. And to close out September, week four, it's a Thursday night football game in Cincinnati. Miami comes splashing into town. Dolphins at Bengals on Thursday night, which I believe that's now on Amazon Prime. Which we have, so yay, I'll actually be able to watch it. Woo. So, first primetime game. Second primetime game happens next week. Week 5, October the 9th, in Baltimore. Bengals visit the Ravens, October the 9th. Sunday night game on NBC. Then October 16th, Cincinnati visits the Big Easy to take on New Orleans and the Saints. This is also one that was heavily rumored to be playing in England. Which I'm glad it's not, because remember, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and a flurry of other Bengals played their college ball at LSU. So definitely a homecoming of sorts for a lot of those Tiger Bengals. And luckily enough, it is in the Big Easy. So, no, with New Orleans, it's hard to gauge just because Drew Brees retired. I mean, if Jameis Winston can stay healthy, I mean, that's not a bad Saints team, but... We'll see. They do have a nice wide receiving core, but they need someone to throw to. So we'll see. Back home in Cincinnati on October 23rd, the Falcons soar into town. Atlanta at Cincinnati October 23rd. And then the first Monday night football game for Cincinnati and the Bengals. They'll go to that team up north. And no, I'm not talking about Michigan. I'm talking about the Cleveland Browns. Oh, by the way, Cleveland, just two primetime games. The Bengals, well, we're still going. So we'll finish that thought up in a little bit. But yeah, one of the two with Cincinnati. Bengals visiting the Browns on Halloween night. November 6th, back home, Carolina in town. The Panthers visiting the Bengals. By week after the 
Panthers game. And then November 20th, Sunday night football game, second Sunday night game for Cincinnati. Pittsburgh welcomes in the Bengals, Cincinnati at the Steelers. November 27th, this is a rematch of the, what was it, AFC Divisional? Yeah, because AFC Conference was Cincinnati, Kansas City. It is the Bengals visiting Tennessee and the Titans, November 27th. Then turn your calendars to December. That next week, Kansas City's in town. Oh boy, that's turned out to be quite the rivalry. I I was worried about that playoff game against the Chiefs, but there's Cincinnati readjusting second half, much more fluid, just three points for the Chiefs. And the first overtime possession, Mahomes throws a pick, and the Bengals cash in to go to the Super Bowl. Trust me, when I was watching that game, I was really proud. I'm just thinking about that. Sorry. December the 11th. The Jokesters are back. I mean, the Browns are back in town December 11th. Cleveland visiting Cincinnati to wrap up the Battle of Ohio. Two more road games. December 18th. The Bengals will visit Tampa Bay and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. December 24th, visiting the Hoodie. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. And then closing out the season and opening up 2023, With a Monday night football game, January 2nd against Buffalo. If you know your AFC quarterbacks, the big three is normally Burrow, Allen, and Mahomes. Herbert is definitely a strong candidate in the mix, so top four there. Man, how cool is it that most of the top quarterbacks are in the AFC? Makes the road much tougher, I won't lie to you, but hey... I'd rather have a tough road and win a championship that way rather than go through the Mac and, you know, say that we're the best, though, only to get steamrolled by an SEC opponent. But, yeah, that's just me. And to close out the regular season, this is scheduled for either January 7th or the 8th. Cincinnati will welcome in Baltimore. And that's your 2022 schedule right there. Honestly, it's a tough slate. I mean, Baltimore, if they can stay healthy, they're going to be tough. They always are the Ravens. John Harbaugh, great coach. Mike Tomlin, great coach for the Steelers. I do wonder how everything's going to shake out with Pittsburgh, but I have total confidence in Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. I think Cincinnati does make it back to the Super Bowl this year, but I know the road is tough. Buffalo, Kansas City, Tennessee, you know, it could have been Cincinnati-Buffalo for the AFC title. And I would probably love that game just because, you know, it's really strong teams. Cincinnati-Kansas City was great winning it in Kansas City. That was a lot of fun watching that. But, yeah, that's a tough schedule. I like it. I mean, Pittsburgh, they're going through transitional pains with a new quarterback. Baltimore, you got Lamar Jackson. And I still think highly of that young man, but his passing game just hasn't been the same. Now, if the Bengals can block tight ends, then, you know, we'd be fine. But Mark Andrews seems like he has had the number of Cincinnati for quite some time. Buffalo, I think they're going to do great. Kansas City with Mahomes leading the way. It still is weird that Tyreek Hill is not a chief and Juju Smith-Schuster is now a chief, not a stealer. But I think you need a change of scenery anyway. That's a little different. They did draft a really good wide receiver. I'm trying to think of his name. I can't. Oh, well. But 
yeah, I really like this schedule. I think Atlanta's going to be better. I a lot of people are saying they're going to have the first pick of the draft. I don't know. I think Desmond Ritter will make them competitive. Now, wherever that equates to wins, yeah, but hey, I think Desmond Ritter will do fine. Saints, that's going to be a fun game in New Orleans. Miami, I just, I still can't believe they got rid of Brian Flores. I don't know what to think of the Dolphins, honestly. I think the Jets, they're going to be tough again in New York. Yes, I know. I said the Jets are going to be tough, but hey. You saw that game. And yes, I know that Mike Hilton's penalty wasn't really a penalty, but you can't make excuses. Stop him, you know, before that point, you know, maybe you win. I don't know. I never like being one that makes excuses. Dallas game is going to be a lot of fun because the Cowboys do field a lot of talent. And yes, I feel like Dallas underachieves a lot, but you know, I, I, I think the world of Dak Prescott. So that's going to be a fun game. Who else have I mentioned? I mentioned Tennessee, and yeah, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he might not be, you know, the best quarterback out there, but he's solid. And Derrick Henry, I mean, great running back. That's a good Tennessee team, and you're facing them in Nashville. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, yeah, they're going to be solid again. Uh, Panthers, I, I don't know, honestly. The Panthers are another team I can't get a solid read on. I mean, it really just depends on who they start. New England, I think Mac Jones is going to be a bright spot and quarterback for the Patriots. I mean, last year he showed flashes of brilliance, and then other games he just looked like, you know, poop. It's inconsistencies, but that's his rookie year. You're throwing him into a tough situation, you know, after Tom Brady led you for 20-some years at the helm. Feels like twice some years, but you get what I'm saying. So, yeah, that's a tough schedule. Just how tough is the schedule? And why am I yelling at you? I don't know. Third toughest in the NFL this year. Now, of course, this is going off what the teams the Bengals are facing did in 2021. But still, third toughest. Time to feast for the Bengals. 154 wins, 133 losses, and two ties. Seriously, two ties? The toughest schedule belongs to the Rams. Their opponents have went 164 and 125. Cardinals second toughest, 157-132. Buccaneers fourth toughest at 154-134-1. Yes, only it's just one more loss and one less tie than the Bengals. By the way, percentage-wise, Rams 57%, Cardinals 54%, Bengals 53.6, Buccaneers 53.5. And the 49ers and Chiefs tied for fifth, both facing teams that went 154-135 last year, 533. And in case you're wondering the easiest, no, it's not the Browns. I looked. They are towards the bottom, towards the easiest side, but they're in the middle of the pack. They're tied with 17th with the New York Jets. 142-145-2, and two, which is a winning percentage at 49.5%. Your easiest schedules... Cowboys, Commanders, Eagles, Giants, in that order, and Lions. Of course, NFC East is a big dumpster fire. It seems like none of those four teams really want to win that title. And to be honest, with the way they played, can't blame them. Cowboys and Commanders, the Washington team, 133, 155, and 1 for 46.2%. Eagles, 133, 154, 2, 46.4. Giants, 134, 154, and 1. For 46.5%. And the Lions, 
fifth easiest schedule, 135-154. And we'll look at the AFC North opponents. I mentioned the Browns towards the middle of the pack. The Steelers tied for 12th with the Panthers with win percentage, 5-12. Steelers opponents went 148-141. Panthers went 147-140-2. and It's same percentage, so that's why they're tied. Also, the Bills tied for 12th as well. And I need to see what the Ravens are doing. Why do I not see the Ravens on here? Ah, 23rd. So that is towards the easiest side. 136, 151, and 2. Or 47.4%. I say, bring it on. If the Bengals are really going to repeat and head to the Super Bowl and possibly win it with a brand new offensive line. Well, mostly new offensive line. Same great weapons that made Cincinnati great this year. And a defense that just added depth. There's no reason why Cincinnati can't. There's no reason. And I know what a lot of contractors say. Oh, but quarterbacks that played their first full year that went to the Super Bowl never made it back. Dan Marino to be one example. Yeah, but how do you know that's going to happen to Joe Burrow? Dude's hungry. All those Bengals are hungry. That organization, I tell you, night and day difference. Just remember, a few years back, we were looking at Bengals team that, what's our future? Are we going to move? Is the team going to pack up and leave Cincinnati? Then Joe Burrow falls on our laps, and then he gets hurt in week 11. Then there's a lot of questions again. So yeah, we went through a rough patch of football. But now this, just everything about the Bengals has turned around. It's so great to see, and I love it. It, it really makes me happy to talk about the Bengals on this podcast and actually say, hey, we got a legitimate shot at going back to the Super Bowl. Oh, by the way, how many primetime games did the Bengals finish with? Five. How many did the Browns get? Two. One of those was with the Bengals in Cleveland. So yeah, more relevant franchise. Hmm. And you guys are bragging about getting a quarterback that didn't play at all last year, facing several lawsuits about 22 women he assaulted. And yet, you're more relevant. I feel like I'm Coach Charlie Coles talking to the press after the press is asking him, how did you let that game against Kentucky slip away? And he simply answers back, that's the fourth-ranked Kentucky Wildcats team led by John Calipari. And you're asking me, how did I let that game get away? You should ask him why it took him so long to take the lead. Ah, man, Coach Cole's great, great rep of Miami. I'm sad he passed all those years ago, but great coach. Anyway, we're not talking about basketball. We're talking about football. So what's your take on the Bengals 2022 schedule? Like I said. It's a tough one, and I really like the slate. I also like the fact that Cincinnati is going to close out the year four of six at home. And the longest road trip, well, the Bengals are going to be out of town for two weeks, once, twice, thrice, and four times. Whereas the Bengals have two straight home games twice, which is fine, you know. And the bye week, I believe that's week 10. Cincinnati. So there you go. Cincinnati Bengals schedule five primetime games, the maximum allowed by the NFL on the initial schedule. 
and three more games in the 425 time slots. Okay, so the graphic doesn't say that the times. So the 425 matchups, Cincinnati at Dallas on the 18th of September, December 4th against Kansas City at home and at Tampa Bay, December 18th. And all three of those are scheduled to go on CBS. I actually like CBS a little bit more than Fox's NFL coverage. Not like I won't watch it, but I just I, I think I like the play by play announcers better on CBS, especially when Kevin Harlan's calling a game. That dude can broadcast. So yeah, definitely one of my favorites. But again, if I'm not watching it, if I'm not home, if I'm going to games, I normally have it on radio with Dan Horde and Dave Lapham. Oh, by the way, preseason, in case you're interested. Well, the Bengals will look to get revenge on the Rams, but it's not in the regular season. L.A. will visit Paul Brown Stadium. Cincinnati will open the preseason at home against Arizona. They'll hit the road to take on the New York Giants and then host the Rams. And those preseason games will be announced soon, dates and times. So we don't have that right now. But, you know, preseason to me is about finding out what you have in the cupboard. It's more... I don't take a lot of stock in the preseason. We're going to see Burrow for maybe a couple drives. That's it. We know he's QB1. We might not see Mixon, Chase, or Hurst, or Boyd, or Higgins. We're not, not see a lot of the top players until maybe the Rams, and they'll maybe get a couple drives. That's it. But Hey, preseason, I think, again, is more see what's in your cupboard and see what you had to work with. So, yeah, with the success of Cincinnati, I'm hearing that tickets are really pricey. But then again, did you expect anything different? Honestly, I mean, this is a team that has taken Cincinnati by storm. And there's a lot of folks saying that, you know, with the Reds' struggles, which luckily they have played better. Five of last seven have been W's. You know that it's more of a football town now. I always thought it was a multiple sport town, honestly, but that's just me. Because you saw how great the Cyclones are. They did give Top Seed Toledo a fight, but it eventually fell in seven. And think of that was five or seven there. I don't know why. You know, FC Cincinnati looks like they're turning the page and they're looking like a really good squad. Yes, I know in the Open Cup they fell to New England 5-1, to one, but yeah, hey. Three wins in MLS play. It's the first time ever since FC Cincinnati joined the top rank in North America soccer that they have pulled such feet. So yeah, you know, we are lucky in Cincinnati. If the Castellini's ever put money back into the Reds, you know, that could be a really competitive team. And the Bengals are looking good. I I still have those lingering thoughts of what happens when it's pay time for, you know, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, and all the wide receivers and all and everyone there. I do worry about that, but I really love this new direction. So I don't tend to think about it. So that will do it for this shortened episode of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. We're talking about the 2022. Cincinnati Bengals schedule. Yes, I am excited, but right now it's baseball season. Yours truly still working Dayton Dragons. They're having a good season. 
Cincinnati Reds, like I said, starting to pick it up. Summer ball just starting next month. Prospect League is my second year with the Champion City Kings. We'll talk more about that later, but again, just a short episode and my thoughts on the schedule, which I love how tough it is. And I think if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I think Cincinnati is more than capable of doing that. Is it going to be a dogfight in the AFC? You bet it is. I think the NFC has a little easier road to the Super Bowl, but it's still challenging nonetheless. So yeah, day? And I'll leave you with one more Cleveland Browns joke because, you know, they're more relevant, apparently. <laughs> this is an old one, and it's a familiar one if you're longtime listeners of this podcast. How many Cleveland Browns fans does it take to change a light bulb? The answer, none, because they just want to talk about how great the old one is. And yes, I know I use that for that team of Columbus fans, but it fits here too. So... Happy being more relevant for the wrong reasons, Cleveland and Cincinnati. Who day? And we'll talk more Bengals football as the season gets closer here on the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. Be sure to bookmark Cindaypod.com, spelled C-I-N-D-A-Y-P-O-D, the official website of the podcast. You can find your favorite ways of listening to the local Sunday Sports Podcast, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, the iHeartRadio app, and many more. You can also purchase merchandise from TeePublic and Redbubble to help support the podcast. Follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SundayPod and the host at the Lee W. Mowen. The closing theme is Cosmopolitan from Pecan Pie on Upbeat. This is Lee W. Mallon signing off another episode of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Thank you for your continued listenership and join me on the next episode.